Welcome to the SBC Podcast, where every single podcast is a business meeting with a purpose and an outcome. A specific purpose and a specific outcome. The specific outcome that we've been able to achieve here, it seems like it's going to be the fourth year of the podcast, is making you money. Uh, Scott has been terrific, over close to 80%, 78% around there. Uh, Everybody was two and two last week, even though it was crazy. So we didn't lose money with the craziness. I have an MBA, securities license, client's net worth $50 million and above. So let's say, let's look at Scott. Scott's on the podcast, 18 and 6, 78%. I'm up over $10,000 myself. Uh, betting NFL postseason games, playoff games. So, uh, only in America would we're very ecstatic we're able to do that. So this is going to be a betting briefing. Uh, the other Tuesdays as we move along after the NCAA tournament, we're going to get into some in-depth uh, study of, you know, fall from grace, corruption, different elements interwoven in sports betting, uh, the details of it, uh, the deep dives into it to make money. Remember, everything has to have a purpose and an outcome. And both of them are money related, right? The purpose is to make money. And the outcome is uh, we have 78%. Let's look at Scott, right? 78% in the postseason. 52.5% is break even. 59%, if you're consistently 59%, you can live in Vegas. 70% is the highest level of professional sports betting you can get into. So we're giving you very rare information that you can take advantage of so you can monetize and get things on a high level because nothing that's fair. And uh, our ability to make money on sports betting uh, isn't necessarily going to last forever. Laws change, things change. Right now in the environment, uh, it's a good environment that we can take advantage of. So I'm going to go through the lessons that I learned, right? And again, the purpose is to be at that level Scott is in the playoffs. We were just a little below that. In the mid-60s, which is still phenomenal, right? Way above that 59% to be able to live in Vegas. Way above that 52.5%, which is break-even. So the first lesson that I learned... Uh, with that specific purpose and outcome in mind is that the Philadelphia Eagles, when you look at corporate governance, so corporate governance is very, very important to me, very, very important to Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, worth $23 billion. So you talk about fundamental analysis because I have securities licenses, wealth management, that's what I do for a living. So in fundamental analysis, within fundamental analysis, it says one of the big elements is corporate governance. And the reason fundamental analysis is so important, because fundamental analysis, which is a methodology to pick stocks, has got a lot of people rich. Technical analysis, which is the opposite of it, uh, and I'll put uh, definitions and links in the episode notes. 
So you can see the difference. You know, now since you see it sold a lot on CNBC. So people have gotten rich selling technical analysis, not actually putting technical analysis and analytics into practice. So looking at it from the Philadelphia Eagles point of view, they have done a few tweaks that were different and have gotten them a long way. And we saw it in the conference championship game. And it's a fourth and two uh, applying a scrum rugby style that apparently is legal in the NFL depending on when the whistle is blown. So there's been a lot of discussion how referees manipulate games. And one way is, when do they stop a play? When do they blow the whistle? The inadvertent whistle. So again, uh, even though it's unethical and moral for a ref to manipulate a game or make a wrong call on purpose, it is not illegal for them to do so. That's number one. Uh, in that fourth and two scrum play, it's very interesting. Philadelphia takes advantage of it. Uh, Scott's been on this all year. Philadelphia gets out to a big lead and then runs the ball in the second half. Big Andy Reid strategy. Head coach comes from Andy Reid. So we're looking at the corporate governance. So that's a very interesting element that I've learned in the conference championship game. The second one uh, was the corporate governance of uh, San Francisco 49ers. So, John Lynch is general manager. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, the head coach. Really smart guys, but they have too many jobs. And in business, you always have to have backup. For me, when I owned my restaurant, uh, I bought it for $9,000 in 1999, sold it for uh, close to $800,000 in 2006 before Steinbrenner gets to come in. If this cook was sick, then I cook. And if I was sick, I had a list of five people I could call. So that on any given day in the restaurant, there were seven people who could cook at the restaurant. And every single position in the restaurant, every roll, I have like that. I have a list of people that I can call on the spot. Uh, sometimes it'll be a temp company, but most of the time you want it to be within that hidden market. Hidden market people you knew, people that could follow instructions, uh, so on and so forth. So you always have to have backup. Uh, Cal Shanahan did not have backup. He did not. It was a major business failure major management failure. Uh, you look at, you read the San Francisco Chronicle, they're looking at it as bad luck. So usually on the Tuesday podcast, we differentiate between something that is bad luck versus something that you had input it and you made a bad decision and, and because you made a bad decision, you got a bad outcome. So I don't believe it was bad luck that they've had four quarterbacks hurt, right? Garoppolo hurt. Lance hurt. Uh, Purdy hurt. Josh Johnson hurt. He's got to look at the blocking scheme. So, since Cal Shanahan is a smart tyrant, successful tyrant, 
He made $7 million this year, will make $7 million next year, has more money than his great-grandkids could ever spend, right? Son of a Super Bowl winning coach. He wants to do every role, but he needs a good offensive line coach or somebody to get in his head to change the blocking schemes that's getting all his quarterbacks killed that to the point that he's sitting there with a top-notch defense, great chance to get to the Super Bowl against a hurt, Jalen Hurts at that point, and he couldn't do it because he did not have enough backup. He did not do what I did, have seven guys ready to go. Rule of thumb, you always have to have three quarterbacks that can at least run your offense. He only had two, both of them hurt. It was a complete disaster and a farce. A lot of people are complaining about it. A lot of business people are looking at it my way. A lot of sports fans, they're colored through the... So, to make money in sports betting, you can't have rose-colored glasses or you can't have fan glasses on. Uh, you have to have the business uh, glasses on and, and know that there's no excuse when you have the resources, especially like the 49ers do, not to have backup. So great, great lessons learned there. Uh, and the last lesson that I got from, you know, taking notes, watching the game that I kind of internalized was that Mahomes really is legit. He got that first down with one leg. He wants to play with one leg. He has a lot of desire. And he's into it, right? His life has always been about sports. Again, nepotism again. Mahomes, his dad, played a lot of years in Major League Baseball. So sports is his life. Sports is his core. And it showed, right? It really did show uh, in that. Now, it's not illegal for a referee to make a call, a bad call, on purpose if it makes the league money. And it was very clear that that's what was going to happen. And I said it before. So we'll publish the uh, live stream where Scott and I, we both agreed that the referees were going to tip the scale in favor of the Chiefs. But with that being said, <laughs> even though it might be a Broadway play, Mahomes showed up to the Broadway play with one leg. And he could have not done it. Right? It could protect his career, but he's a gamer, what we grew up with, which we want to aspire to. So that is your NFL betting briefing conference, as now we shift to giving you a knee-jerk reaction to Super Bowl. I already made a bet. Uh, I bet the under 49.5. Both these teams have been under lately. So that's my first bet, but we're going to hear what Scott has to say. Hopefully Shadow showed up, maybe. But at least we'll have Scott show up uh, and be able to give us some insight into the Super Bowl. We'll break it up into two parts. Uh, we'll go deep, in-depth into how you can make money off the side in the total. And then the next week we'll look at the props. So... Don't have to pay, pay ever. Action Sports, $1,000 for any information. You can get good information from us. And learn the nuts and bolts, right? Nuts and bolts. You can learn them so you can put money in your pocket, sports betting, uh, leaning on us. And together, we're a collaboration, not like the Chinese. 
Right? Could say that we're capitalists are over competitive. They can never collaborate. They're always going to try to compete against each other. No, we give things away, not for philanthropy or religion, but because when you give one, you get ten back. A lot of examples of, of that, from Santa Claus to the Easter Bunny, who give things and get a hundred back in return. And Winston Churchill said, "You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give." Thanks for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network. I'm the best there is.